This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, now. here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 225 of Youpreneur FM. Thank you very much for being with me. Yes, this is the podcast, the only one you really need to tune into if you are a personal brand entrepreneur, such as a coach, consultant, author, speaker, blogger, podcaster, or anyone building a business based around your personality, your experience, and the people that you want to serve and sell to. This is going to be an incredible episode for you. My good friend Dale Beaumont is in the house talking about how we can get ridiculous amounts of publicity for our businesses for free. Takes a little bit of work, but it's worthwhile. I know you're going to love it. Before I do that, however, a quick reminder, if you haven't already grabbed hold of my free video training series, the Youpreneur Launchpad, you can do so right now by heading over to youpreneur.com forward slash Launchpad. I'd love for you to go check it out. It's great. It's been downloaded probably close to 20,000 odd times. And a lot of people have got back to me said it's really the, the kind of immersion experience that they need into the personal brand business world. So again, one more time, youpreneur.com forward slash launchpad. Go check it out. And while I'm on the subject of giving you URLs to go check out, make sure if you haven't already done so, you visit youpreneursummit.com, which is our live two-day event taking place in November in my hometown of London, England. We're flying in keynotes and speakers from all over the world to be able to come and train you and teach you and coach you on how to become a more successful online entrepreneur. I'd love to see you there. Fish and chips. Fish and chips, tea and scones. It's London, baby. What more do we want? Youpreneursummit.com. Go and check it out. So myself and Dale Bowman have been friends for a long time. I've spoken at his live events in Australia uh, on a number of occasions. A great, great entrepreneur. So much going on. He's getting involved with mobile apps and artificial intelligence and still building out his main business over in Australia, but ultimately a smart cookie, that is for sure. I've learned a hell of a lot from Dale over the years, and uh, he really is someone that I feel very connected to, uh, not only as an entrepreneur, but also as a friend. He's written something like 16 best-selling books. He's, he's a workhorse, but he really does know how to build a business in a smart way. However, Today, we are deep diving on how you can get ridiculous amounts, massive amounts of free publicity for your business across major, major outlets like Forbes and Inc. and Entrepreneur and the Huffington Post and all the rest of it. This is a good one. You're going to need a pen and paper because he drops more value bombs than you'll be able to shake a stick at in this episode. I know you're going to love it. Here's myself and Dale. Enjoy. So, Dale, welcome to the show. Finally. Thanks so much, Chris. Looking forward to having a chat. Yeah, it's going to be good. Now, I mean, it's been a while that I've been thinking about getting on your show. We've been friends for seven years odd plus. Um, I have spoken at your events Mm. on many occasions, easily some of my favorite events to speak at as and when I get the opportunity to do it. Um, And I think really one of the reasons why I've probably not invited you on the show prior to this is because you have, for all intents and purposes, been focusing on the Australian market with Business Blueprint, with what you do down down there in, in good old Australia. And um, I, uh, I think that's probably the reason why 
I've not had you on the show. It's not because of your expertise or lack of expertise, because you've got tons of it. Um, but it, it, it's what you've done, though, over the last year and a half with Bryn, with your app, which we're going to go into more details about in a minute, has kind of blown me away in regards to the sheer amount of exposure um, and success that you've had with it. And I think this is just a perfect I mean, this is like an overall masterclass coming up right now in marketing period, not just for mobile apps. But I mean, we could attach this to your blog, your podcast, your video channel, your you know live show, your small business. It doesn't really matter. Am I right in basically saying that the principles we're going to be discussing? Yeah, exactly. What I'd love to show people how to what to do is how to get free media exposure to promote whatever it is that they want to promote. Uh, in most cases, you know, we're talking to business owners, uh, but whether that be a product, whether that be a service, whether that be your personal brand, uh, whether that be an app that you might be launching or you could have, uh, you know, some kind of new gadget, what, whatever it is. Uh, cool. When it comes to promoting it, the media is one of the best ways to do that. And I'm going to be sharing as many hints and and, and secrets about how to get lots of free media exposure. Yeah, I love it. Okay. So, I mean, as as way of a bit of an update for you guys tuning in, Dale Beaumont, um, like I said in my intro, CEO of Business Blueprint, very, very successful uh, you know, business uh, group based in Australia. But that's not what we're going to necessarily talk about today. Today, we're going to be diving into his mobile app, which is called Brin, B-R-I-N. Links to that in the show notes and everything. Um, and fundamentally, what you've done here, Dale, is if you have kind of collided and, and bridged the gap between artificial intelligence and business training, uh, if I'm right in saying that in the very clear terms. Let's go into the history a little bit here very, very quickly. What brought this about? Why did you decide to develop Brin in the first place after so many years of, of success with Business Blueprint and, and doing what you were doing with, with your clients there? Yeah, so uh, just quick background. I've been in business for, this is 17 years now, uh, but for the last 10, have run a company called Business Blueprint, which is a, a business education company which runs live events across Australia and New Zealand. It's now a multi seven-figure business, and uh, we have um, around 50,000 business owners on our database, and we work intimately with around 500 uh, every year. Nice. So it's been really successful. However, I've had a dream like you, you, the same with your mission as well, to help entrepreneurs globally, and I knew I wasn't going to do that through live events. Uh, they're just simply not scalable. And so that's when I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we could actually build an app that can provide business education and business advice uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week to millions of people all at the same time. And so basically what we wanted to build is a series for running your own business. And so we then embarked on this uh, project to build an app, which we have now built, and it is live, and so people can check it out. Uh, it's called Brin, and the website you, you can put in the show notes is brin.ai, and it's awesome. And it now knows the answer to around 5,000 business questions. And uh, in the uh, app, there's uh, over 650 uh, education videos as well. So basically think of it like a business advisor in your pocket. So that's what we kind of built in our mission is to help 
you know, millions of people to improve their business yeah. uh, through using uh, technology and specifically artificial intelligence. Yeah, and I mean, everybody's got a mobile phone. Everyone's got access to it. It's, is it now, is it also on like Android devices and everything or is it just iTunes currently? No, it's on Apple and Android as well, okay, okay. which kind of covers around you know ninety percent of the market these days. Good, good, good. Okay, and we should also say at the time of recording this, it's free as well. That might change in the future, but it is free currently right now. So if you guys are interested in this, you definitely want to download it. Bryn, uh, like I said, all of the uh, you know the, the links and everything will be in the show notes, but. I've sat down with Dale and I looked at this thing and he was kind of going through it to showing me how it worked. And I was kind of blown away. Like it's so intuitive. It's so easy to use. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird because it, it's the things talking to, I mean, it's talking to you. <laughs> this is the thing, you know what I mean? Like you, you're actually having a conversation with your phone about how you get more Facebook likes or, or, you know, how you can hire staff or how you can market your book or whatever the case may be. It's, it's kind of freaky. It's, it's freaky in a good way, but I mean, 5,000 old business questions. And this is just like, you really only just still getting going with a lot of this development as well. Right. Absolutely. And our kind of vision is that you can then link Brin to your Google Analytics or to your accounting software or to your CRM. And you can be driving to the office and you can say, how many people came to my website yesterday? Or um, how many unpaid invoices do I have uh, currently? Oh, I love it. Love or, that. You know, you send a message through to to uh, my friend Chris Ducker, and then he can say, "What's the message?" and it can send it. So it's basically building a artificially intelligent business advisor to help you with uh, growing your business. So it's an exciting path that we're on, and this is just the beginning. Um, but yeah, you can get on board while it's still free and uh, have some fun using it. Yeah, and you will have fun. It's a great app as well. It's 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 enjoyable. Even Charlie was sat there playing with it the other day, and uh, he's like, you know, Daddy, it's talking to me. Yes, I know it's talking to you. So- <laughs> All right, so um, let, let's let's kind of deep dive on this whole media exposure angle then, because I mean, number one, you know, there's always reporters and contributors out there that are looking for stories, uh, but also number two, a lot of I think a lot of people feel like getting free media exposure, uh, you know, on places like Forbes or uh, Sky or Business Insider or the Huffington Post or you know, all these other big kind of business type of, um, you know, outlets. I think a lot of people think that it's beyond them, like it's not possible. I know it is. You know it is. What does Dale Beaumont say to those people? And how can we get started if we feel that way right now? Yeah, I think the first thing to know is that it's it's not really about your product or your service. It's really about the story behind it. And you can make anything kind of like sexy uh, as long as you know some of the rules and, and, and what the media is actually looking for. So I think the thing to say is don't worry that if you think I'm not um, big enough yet or that my business isn't interesting enough, uh, we can deal with all of those things. I think the first thing to say is it is achievable for, for anybody and um, the leverage that you can get out of this is uh, huge. Like one of our uh, articles that we had on on um, Forbes magazine, which um, someone else wrote. We didn't write that. They interviewed us and they talked about our product. But over thirteen thousand people, uh, then because there's a little ticker on the on the site, saw that particular article. So that is free media exposure, 
And yep. what I want to do is you know, give people some tips around how they can We've now had well over 100 news stories come out around our product, and um, and I'm going to share exactly how to do that. Okay, so let's start breaking it down then. Take us on this masterclass. Show us exactly what we need to do to have all this success like you have so many times over. Okay, so the first thing to do is to kind of get media ready is what I would sort of say before you go start pitching out to different people or even finding contacts, which will come next. you got to get media ready. Uh, so one of the things that people can do is check out one of the pages that we've put on our website deliberately. And the website page is Bryn, B-R-I-N dot A-I, which is the URL, but then go forward slash press forward slash press. Now, once you're there, you'll see we've designed a specific page for the media that has images in different um, different shapes and different sizes, and it has um, has basically things that they can they can use to add color and to add stuff to their media story. So you need to because a lot of um, people that are writing stories they will need to have some some good media images. So you need to kind of develop a page like that. Love that um, with photos. And photos of yourself as well as the entrepreneur, even photos of the interior of the of your office. You might even have some photos of the product in kind of um, different qualities as well, one for the print and also one for the web as well. So all of it makes it super easy that they can just go there and go, oh, this is a dream, got everything that I need, I just gotta get the copy, put it in and it's good to go. So get a page like that, model off ours if you need to and get yourself uh, one of those pages on your site. The next thing that you wanna do is you wanna develop a media release. Now, we're probably not gonna have time to go into all the steps around how to write a media release uh, right now, but just know that you need one. A media release is basically just a one-pager um, and uh, it get gets uh, before in the past it used to be faxed out, but now it just gets cut and pasted into the body of the email that in one page summarizes, you know, the kind of the story um, that you're trying to pitch them. And uh, that sometimes if it's a smaller publication, they might take that and they might just run it as is, right. or they might then go, oh, this is interesting. We love it. And can we now set up a time to interview you to flesh it out and to turn this into a bigger piece? Um, so normally it's around you know, 250 to 300 words, not very long, but it's it's in, in three minutes, they should be able to, even one minute, they should be able to go, yep, we love it. This is this matches us and we want to do a story on it. So get your media release together. I mean, let, let, let let me ask you this and to interject real quick. I mean, do, do you do, have you found that a lot of people do literally copy and paste what you send them? Are they looking to make it like super, super easy for them? Like, do you genuinely need to spend a good amount of time, maybe even getting a copywriter on board if you need to, to get this done properly, knowing that people are going to copy and paste with this sort of type of thing? Or... Are you kind of deciding, oh, we're just going to whet your appetite here. These are the kind of the nuts and bolts, and we really, truly want you to spend some time actually putting together a feature. Have you found a lot of people just ripping out what you send them and just using it? I'm just curious. Absolutely. Yeah, there is a kind of like a, a range. So some of the bigger publications, they'll have writers and journalists that will then see the media release and they actually don't want to run that because everyone else is running that. So they want to make it a unique piece. So they'll always want to call you uh, and have a conversation with you to flesh it out. And they'll, they'll write the story their own way because uh, they know their audience and they kind of might even link you to another story that they could be writing as well. Or you might be one of three kind of experts that are all contributing to 
one piece that they're writing. So, but for the smaller publications, um, then uh, the other end of the spectrum, they will just oftentimes take your media release and they will just run it as is. They might interject a few paragraphs that they pull off your website in there as well. And then the middle ground is, um, is a publication that will look at it and then they might send you some questions and uh, then you type answers to those or um, and then they might interject um, the pre- press release um, but with all mm. of you know more um, kind of meat into the story and uh, then they'll go to your press page they'll take a you know photo of you the entrepreneur they'll take a couple of photos of your product or your business whatever you're selling and that's what will kind of go in and make the piece happen. I mean, I'm I'm on this press page right now for you guys again. Brin.ai forward slash press, man. You, I mean, it's it's really a no brainer. <laughs> You're literally giving them everything they need from a visual perspective. Um, you know, I mean, the only thing that I could potentially see or, or or feel that it might be worth adding would be some kind of press statements or some key takeaways bullet points whatever but maybe that's something that you're holding back or you want to hold back to have actual genuine interaction with with the you know with the outlet so but i mean i'm looking at the page right now it's gorgeous there's tons of images there's literally an image for any kind of online or even print publication that you could potentially want to be getting your stuff into. So make sure you guys check out this page. It's solid. It's great. And I'm stealing some ideas from it for my own stuff. Uh, there you go. All right. Yeah. So, D- Dale. Um, and quickly on that. Yes. The reason why we don't have the press releases there is because we actually have um, three different sort of like press releases depending on the audience that you're trying to sort of target for the publication so Mm -hmm. and this might be something that you'll have to consider as well so we have one for like mains what we call mainstream so if we were in just a a general publication we kind of think like even a woman's magazine or something along those lines so we kind of have one for what we call mainstream we have another one another press release which is more for technology publications so with that that could be TechCrunch or it could be VentureBeat, uh, and, and it's high, all about kind of you know technology. And then we have another one which was for more just business. So if it was Inc.com or Entrepreneur Magazine or something right. along those, it's more business kind of focus. So when we identify uh, a target, then we go: Is this mainstream? Is it technology? Or is it business? And then we'll send them the relevant media release uh, based on which category they fall into. Um, But one thing we could have on that press page, I've seen people do, is just have like facts, you know, where it could be this is the number of downloads, this is the number of users, this is the amount of countries. You know, you could do that as well. We probably will add like a facts facts section uh, in time as well. I mean, that also means obviously that with those kind of of more number-related statistics, it needs to be kept, you know, up to date and that requires maybe a little bit of management and maintenance on the back end so you might want to do that you might not want to you know in regards to where you want your focuses to be but either way it's a great page so i tip my hat to you um all right so we've identified some targets we've sent them an email we've got a press release to them we've sent them a, a you know a link to that press page for what, what's next All right, so we'll go through a couple of those points in in more detail. So to start with, what I'd suggest that you do is start setting up Google Alerts. So when we were targeting um, for for, um, uh, Bryn, we knew it was around uh, digital assistants, uh, chatbots. We were targeting artificial intelligence, artificially intelligent, AI type things. So we set up Google Alerts for all of those. 
And for around a month, we just had all these articles kind of um, flowing into us. And then we would take a look at the articles and say, could we see ourselves in this publication? The answer was yes. We'd then uh, have a spreadsheet where we'd take the journalist's name. Uh, we would then find them on Twitter. We'd find them on LinkedIn. We would also see if we could use like uh, email, Hunter, and a few other types of services to find their email address. And then we also had then a link to the most recent article that they would write. So we then developed over a month almost like a, a hit list of people that were writing around our particular um, subject. So um, and then what we did is started following all those people on Twitter. We just said uh, to con we started connecting with them on LinkedIn. So on link on Twitter, simple follow on LinkedIn. It was hey, I just read your article. Uh, I just read this article below. Uh, really enjoyed reading it and would now love to follow your future stories. Kind of regards Dale. So not pitching anything yet, just kind of trying to connect with them on LinkedIn. And then well, then once we were kind of uh, we were ready, then we started to do the uh, email approaches, which I can get into in just a sec. Okay, good. I, lo I love all this. This is great so far. Keep going. Let's get into the email touching. Okay, so the email touching first, before you go and send them a re media release, uh, the first thing that we try to do is just to acknowledge and to um, uh, congratulate them um, or to, to just you know show that you care about what one of those recent stories that they wrote. So if, if the j journalist was, you know, um, was Chris Ducker, I'd just say, hey, Chris, uh, I just read one of your, uh, the, I just read the article below and just wanted to say I really enjoyed it. So much in fact that I've now shared it myself um, on, on Twitter. And um, and I'd just like to like to say a big thanks. And then I would then say, are you looking to write more articles around this subject in the future? Question mark. And then that's it. And then kind regards, Dale. So what I'm doing there is I'm, I'm sort of like acknowledging them for, for writing a great article, say yep. that I've shared it and yep. saying, are you looking are you looking to write more more articles around this subject? Now, that kind of encourages a reply, you know, because they might be going, yes, we are looking to do more stories. You know, they're, they're sort of seeing me just as a reader at this point, but I'm then going to sort of switch gears into uh, suggesting they write a story on us, but I'm just going, are you looking to write more articles on this subject in the future? Question mark. So once then they then reply, and about half of the journals don't reply, another half do. And the ones that don't, you know, three days later, just say, hey, just wanted to check, is this your correct email address? I want to make sure you got the email below. And then they'll, another half will say, yes, I did. Sorry, I've been busy. Or, you know, you, you don't get back any replies. Um, but then the ones that do reply will then say, yes, we are planning on doing some more stories about this in the future. Then you might say, well, great, I have something that I think would um, be relevant to your readers. Um, and it's, uh, would you like me, can I send you a couple of uh, lines of text or you, or could I send you a media release to see if this is, could be a potential story for you? So then once they've said yes, then you can send through the media release. So there's normally like a little bit of a... Um, a bit a of legwork. A bit of legwork. Kind of... You know, Sure, they work. Yep, yeah, they're ready to receive it, and then you then send it through. Yeah, what what I like about this the most this particular approach, and I mean, I'm sure people listening in, I know I get it all the time where 
man, it, it seems like it's multiple times a day nowadays where people are reaching out to me. I have a great podcast guest for you, this person, and then they just go straight into the pitch. Um, and what do you think happens with those, you know, emails? I can tell you right now what happens with them. They get deleted immediately. Um, and, you know, I, I just don't bother with them, plain and simple. Whereas if somebody was to reach out with an addition, you know, with an initial email rather and, and just say, hey, I checked out this post. I thought it was great. I just wanted to let you know. Um, I hope you continue doing more like this in the future. That that would get some kind of reply from me, or at least from a member of my team, at the very at the very least. Um, whereas you know, mm. you go into hardcore with a pitch. It's just an utter turnoff straight away. Now you are look. You're a marketer. You're a business owner. You absolutely should be marketing what you've you know what you've got to sell. But you've got to do it in the right manner and in a professional manner at, to, to boot. And I think that you know waiting you know two maybe three quick touches, whether it be via social or email, before you actually go ahead and present and, and pitch your idea, so to speak, is a much better way to be able to do it. You're going to have a much better conversion rate on on the time and the touches that you've spent with these with these uh, press people as well. Because even though yes they need stories, they're getting hammered left right and center if you can be the different guy the guy doesn't go in all guns blazing straight away i think that the opportunity for you to to get any kind of victory out of that is going to be much higher wouldn't you agree absolutely yeah i totally um think that what you want to do is show that you kind of understand just you know show that you've been a, a student or you've um uh, read one of their articles that you enjoyed it you appreciate it you're saying thank you are you writing more around this subject i'm keen to read more yeah and then once you've then sort of earned the right then you may go hey um, it's good to know that you will be writing more in the future i've got a potential story idea for you uh would you like me to send you uh, a couple of quick paragraphs to see if this is something you're interested in you know and then you'll write back and go yeah send me a couple of you know paragraphs then i'll let you know if i'm interested and so you've now done two or three kind of uh emails you've broken the ice you, they now can't sort of do a runner on you because they're already you've already uh replied a couple of times and uh, then you can send send it through. So with regards to the the media release, you want to again keep it really short. It's um, normally about uh, you know six or seven paragraphs, but those six or seven paragraphs are literally one or two sentences each. They're not okay. very long, right? And uh, you'll then kind of uh, send it through. There's plenty of templates online about how to write a media uh, a, a media release, um, and so you can check those out. Uh, we won't get into that detail right now. No, I love it. Okay, good stuff. So let's assume, let's kind of, you know, let, let's fast track this a little bit and, and feel free to interject if you feel like we need to. But let's fast track this a little bit. We've reached out, they've showed interest, we've got the information through to them, and they've decided then to go ahead and do a piece on, you know, us, our brands, our businesses, our product services, whatever it is. What's the step from there? I mean, is it kind of kind of wait until it goes live and then do something or is there something else that you can do in the meantime to kind of keep that, those things moving along a little bit yeah so after that it depends on the publication and whether you're um it, and how much work the journalist is going to do so normally from there once they've said yes they want to do a story it's then just a matter of being really helpful and saying okay great what what do you need from from me would you like to set up an interview or would you like to send me some questions that i can write answers to what would be uh, of helpful to you um and then they'll they'll say yes let's set up a time for an interview so you just go ahead and you do that uh if 
um, they uh, want to send you questions, they'll send you questions and then you'll type the answers and, and send it back that way. Um, and uh, or the other thing that, um, you know, they, they might do is they'll go, look, I need to do a go away and do some research uh, on this particular subject and I'll come back to you. So you just kind of like uh, follow, take take their lead. Now, if it ever kind of trail goes cold, like three or four days, you don't hear back or maybe a week, then you're just going to, hey, just checking in. What else can I do to help you with regards to, to this um, story? Uh, but normally it's pretty quick, like the, you know, three or four days and they you know kind of do their bit and then it goes goes live um and once the story goes live then what you want to do is you want to help them by sharing it on social media um you also another page that you can check out on our website is called brin.ai forward slash media because we take all these stories there's over 100 of them now and we put them onto our our website as well and the backlinks, we've got now heaps of um, backlinks from all these really powerful websites that have helped us with the rankings of um, of, of our business advisor uh, product as well. So now we're starting to rank for a lot of our uh, keywords that we're looking to target yeah. because of all of the media links. And I, I like so the very idea. Powerful. Yeah, um, it is. I, I like the idea that you link back to them as well, so that people can read those individual. I mean, it's for me. This is kind of like a double barrel type of one-two punch here, where not only are you saying, "Hey, look, Forbes, Gizmodo, Business Insider, you know, GQ, whoever it is." has done a piece on us that's great the social proof element is there but also then allowing people to click through and go to that link itself and read that story is good but also the fact that they click through and they actually see it there on the Forbes website it kind of adds that additional level I think of of social proof rather than just putting say a logo on a website or something like that I think it's a great idea particularly when you've got a whole bunch of them because it really proves that you've got some newsworthy content to share yeah exactly um and then you can like you said if you look at the home page of our website we have got the logos there of places that we have been featured so you can take the bigger ones and put them there or you can put them yep. in you can also put them in your send an email to your database you know, like you can send a lot of marketing ones but sometimes just going hey look we're being featured in forbes and you could use something like sniply at the bottom to say you know want to find out more about our product click here and then it links back to your website anyway um so sharing it out there to your network will really just kind of like elevate you um, and but having a page on your website because what I love about the media one of the biggest benefits is not only do you get that immediate kind of uh, benefit of the exposure and the links and the traffic back to your website but it's kind of like the gift that gives on giving because it's on your website forever and you can say being featured in Forbes Huffington Post Business Insider forever so the collective benefit of doing this will you know you'll be able to leverage off it for years decades to come in fact yeah, I love it. Okay, so other than this stuff that we're doing here, how, I mean, do you then, and I'm very curious on this, once the piece has gone live, Dale, and you've got the exposure that you wanted, does the relationship kind of end there? Because I know that you, like me, put a big premium on relationships. Do you stay in touch with the guy? Do you kind of, you know, tweet this inf the, the, the link out on a regular basis how do you manage the relationship after you've got ultimately what you were at, you know you were setting out to get 
Yeah, a good idea is to just try and touch base with them every month uh, in some way. Now, that could just be going uh, just forward, retweeting uh, an article, not yours, some other article that they've done. Uh, Sometimes as well, I'll just send them an email saying, hey, I just sort of saw your latest article, not even related to what I do, but hey, I really enjoyed reading it. So you just touch base with them uh, once a month or maybe once every two months. So then by the time you go launch something else or you have a new feature or you know you uh, now have um, achieved another milestone you can then go back to them and say hey wouldn't it be cool if we do another story uh, but we'll come at it from a different angle um, or um, we'll, we'll approach it differently or sometimes as well what they're looking for is they, they're looking for they're kind of done with the with the feature kind of piece but now what they're looking for is someone to give weight or to give credibility to other stories that they might be writing. So this is where you become um, kind of like a uh, an expert, an expert opinion. You know, according to you know leading uh, entrepreneur Chris Ducker, he believes that blah blah blah, and it yep. could be completely unrelated to uh, what it is that your product is. But the fact that you're featured there again. Uh, it's even more exposure. So you want to become their go-to person uh, for when they want commentary or words of advice yep. around certain subjects. So by continuing that relationship, like you've mentioned, it will mean that you'll become their go-to person. They love working with you. You know, you sit, they send you something. Hey, Chris, what's your opinion on you know the the latest uh, you know thing that Donald Trump has done and you just go here's what I think about it and then boom uh, it's just um, it's it then featured as part of their their story yeah I mean you're opening up a whole can of worms with Donald Trump <laughs> so let's, let's not That's a bad let, example <laughs> let, let's not go there I mean I, I what I love about this though above and beyond everything else is that you're not just kind of like you know it, it's not a wham bam thank you ma'am approach where I've got what I want thanks for, very much and that's the end of it I, I have been featured on the Entrepreneur more times than I can count now. And it's actually been a combination of probably about four different contributors that I've actually built relationships with over the years where I've seen them at events. I've even had coffee with a couple of them before. Um, you know, I converse with them via email. If they need help, even if it's not in regards to what I can do for them or, or content that I can share with them for a piece that they're putting together. If they feel like there's somebody that I might know that will help with a spe- you know a specific piece of content that they're creating, they'll reach out to me and say, hey, Chris, I'm doing a piece on ABC. I know it's not your bag, but do you know anybody that can potentially help out with this? I'm always up for that stuff because that just deepens the relationships even further. Forbes done a whole bunch of stuff on me. Huffington, Inc. You know, these are a big, big name companies, big brands, big media outlets. Um, and it, 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 for me as well, honestly, I don't know how you feel about this, but for me, it goes even beyond getting the exposure. It's about creating the right relationships with these people where, you know, if I can if I can genuinely give back to them as well in the future with the content they were creating, with the work that they're, you know, spending time putting together, I'm, I'm all about that. As you well know, I'm all about giving back. So, you know, if I can do anything I can to help these people with or without an agenda, um, I'll, I'll do it because I just, I feel like it's, the right thing to do and it's a long game approach i think to just ongoing exposure as well 
Yeah, exactly. And I even um, took one of them out, uh, a, a journalist from New York, when I was in there, I took them out for, for dinner. And then he said, oh, do you want to stay out and hang out with some of my friends? And we'll go to kind of a bar. And then we kicked on to karaoke. And then we kicked on to another party. Like I was out with them till 2am. And, um, you know, we just built that relationship. So definitely make it a point to keep in touch, um, catch up with them if you're ever in their city, you know, buy, buy them lunch, uh, buy them dinner. They don't kind of, uh, oftentimes journalists don't make a, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, anything that you can do to, um, you know, to add some value back to them, uh, show that you care, um, you know, just be uh, helpful. It makes a big difference. You'll just become the, the go-to person, which is ultimately what you want. Anytime there's a story around that relates to whatever your topic is, you want to be the first person that they pick up the phone and call or they say, hey, what do you think of this? And, um, and then... Anytime you've got something that you want, it's going to be so much easier for them to say yes. Yeah, no, I love it. Okay, so in closing here, final question. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see. I mean, you, you know, way, way, way more about this subject than I do. Um, artificial intelligence, as it stands, obviously, it's the very core of what Bryn as an app and as a business is all about. Why do you feel that? Business owners, whether they're online or offline, why do you feel that we need to start embracing artificial intelligence now? Uh, I think it's a nice way to be able to wrap everything up into a tight bow here. I mean, do we do we need to embrace it? I mean, why, and if so, why do we need to embrace it? It is something that is um, is is huge, and and that people have even said it's it's impossible to understate the role that artificial intelligence is going to have in shaping the future. People are calling it, it is bigger than the internet. It is bigger than electricity. That's how big artificial intelligence is. It, they, they say that by the year 2030, which is only 17 years away, that it will replace 50% of all jobs that exist currently. 50%. Now, wow. of course, there will be new jobs that are created, um, but that's a lot of change. That's a lot of shift that's going to take place. And this huge transfer of wealth uh, will take place over these this next kind of decade. So it is going to be big. Now, I don't think people necessarily need to completely, you know, change what they're doing right now um, or to, um, you know, to, to, to now just reinvent themselves immediately. But I do think what you, all I want people to do is develop a curiosity and an interest around this subject. So I just have a few kind of um, um, uh, websites that I go to and just to read and just to learn and just to understand about what is coming. So you can start to sort of look at it and see that, you know, the, the opportunities well before any of your uh, competitors. And so that's really what I would just say. Just have a curiosity and an interest in the actual field because the people that um, you know understand it and the people that can see how they can uh, harness its potential to improve their businesses, they're the people that are going to really win out of this big time. So uh, it is a bit of a rabbit hole, but it's a lot of fun as well. And it's great to see you know, wh wh where the future is going and, and how you can participate. Yeah, I love it. And I mean, I know you 
you center a lot of what you do around having fun. Again, I want to kind of wrap up as we started here by stating very clearly some of the most fun, most rewarding events that I've speaking, you know, that I've spoken at rather as a keynote speaker in the last six, six, seven years or so have been the blueprint events. They're great. They're great people. They're brilliantly put together. Uh, I never feel like I'm there just to fill a slot, uh, like some people can feel when they go to speak. Um, I'm always a focus. You always make me feel very welcome, and so do your people. So um, it, it was it was great to have you on to talk about this. I'm going to start looking at this more. I'll be honest. I've, I've, you know, I've, it's popped up on my radar several times. This subject um, in regards to artificial intelligence and looking at it, but that statistic right there is a huge one, particularly as us as well um, as as fathers. Right. I mean, like this is going to affect our children further down the line. So I think if if we want to kind of get our kids ready for life, we also need to understand what this is all about as well. Absolutely. There is some big changes that are happening Um, and a good starting point, if I could just give one tip, and this would be the first place that I'd recommend uh, going, go to YouTube and type in uh, humans need not apply. It's a little 15 minute video and it talks about the change that's going to be taking place over the next uh, you know, 10 to 15 years. And it just starts to prepare your mind around, okay, I need to actually, I can't ignore this. It's going to happen kind of with or without my consent. So I can either be a spectator or I can be a player. And um, I think that, uh, you know, it really will change your kind of mindset on the subject. So uh, check out Humans Need Not Apply. It's a 15-minute video on YouTube. I love it. Okay, we will link to that, guys, in the show notes, uh, as promised, along with everything else, particularly Bryn.ai. Make sure you check it out. Um, Show notes over at chrisducker.com forward slash episode 225. Mr. B, thank you very much for being with us. I very much appreciate it. Thanks, Mr. D. It's been fun and uh, really looking forward to it. It's great that we caught up uh, recently and and can't wait to do it again. Yeah, you know it, mate. Of you guys, thanks you for uh, tuning in. As always, I often say that there are many podcasts that you could be listening to on the subject of business, but you chose mine over the last half an hour, 45 minutes, and I very much appreciate it. I'll be back at you again next week with another episode of Youpreneur FM. Until then, take good care and be kind to each other. Bye for now. It's the idea of an entrepreneurial community where you get to learn from the best in the business, as well as rub shoulders, gain support, have access to immediate feedback, as well as nonstop accountability from your peers. Is something that excites you? Then visit youpreneur.com for more information and to get started on building a business you can truly be proud of today. That's youpreneur.com. We'll see you on the inside.